This is the Coach Gary Radio Podcast with Jason Green. Hello. How's everybody doing? We've been off for about two months. And in those two months, we've had a lot of changes. I'll quickly start because Jason's here. Wait, it's just itching to talk in the mic because it's been a while, boys. Well, I don't have to say boys anymore. I can just say Jason. I also have made um, a goal to not call you PJ anymore because a little known fact, PJ doesn't have the first initial Patrick, Peter, Paul. His name is Jason. So we're going to call him Jason. We're not going to call him PJ. Do you, do you approve of that, PJ? I do approve that. It was the <laughs> only time ever in my life I was called PJ. It yeah. never close to that ever in my life. It stood for producer Jason, which you're not a producer anymore. You're a co-host. You got the big promotion. Mm-hmm. So, so I could I, just call might you. start calling me CJ. I, I, think you just, I think you just gave yourself a new nickname. But mm-hmm. anyway, let's talk about what's been going on the last couple, last couple uh, weeks and months. Obviously, um, I've had some significant changes. I'll, le- I'll, I'll, I'll say a few. One, I got a new car. That was pretty sweet. Ooh. I got a black Ford Bronco Sport. Pretty, pretty jacked up about that. Um, uh-oh. Failed to go. So I'm getting some kind of error message here. I don't edit these things anymore. So you can still hear me, though, PJ? Yeah, we're all good. Perfect. We're, we're going to leave all that in because that's the technical difficulties out of the brilliance of the Coach Guy Radio Podcast. I got a new car. I got a Ford uh, Bronco Sport. It's black. It's awesome. And it can go outdooring, which I don't do because uh, the second thing I did was have a kid. So not a lot of like driving my car outdoors, basically driving back and forth to a pediatrician. So that's what I've been doing. I got a new car. I had a baby and I bought Crocs. I did buy Crocs. Oh, yeah. dude, Crocs are coming back. I, I don't know. Did I, Crocs ever leave? Oh, I as a as a 20 to 22 year old, the Crocs were not in for the 20 to 22 year olds. They had their so, face, but they were out. Let me ask you something. I, I don't I don't actually have Crocs brand Crocs. I ordered enough of one thing to get bird dogs brand Crocs. I ordered future- three pairs of bird dogs and it came with it came with a pair of these like bird dogs, basically crocs. Wait, what? I well, I also have a pair of bird dogs. I remember you texting me about bird dogs. Yeah. So I got three pairs. Also, uh, I don't know if bird dogs listen to this. I'm sure they do. We have millions of listeners. You should sponsor us because I would I will exclusively be wearing bird dogs for the rest of my life. They're that comfortable. Two things should sponsor us bird dogs and Wawa because the 44 ounce waters will be coming back eventually. Oh my yo, so no, now they're just the XL water. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 big on that because you know, I I don't want to be flexing on people, but how many ounces I drink, so I'm just walking around with an XL. They don't feel as bad. That's probably why they did it. They didn't want people to it's the numbers nowadays. Exactly. Just, people are getting jealous. Yeah, people get jealous, dude. And it's you know, it's tough to be a hydrated man in America nowadays. What have you What have you been doing in our two month hiatus? All right, two months hiatus. So. If anyone didn't know, I am now an alumni of Temple University. So now in the very big big congratulations. And uh, I've taken everything that I've learned from Temple and currently as running, as usual, if anyone didn't know, I also run my own podcast, No Blocks Sports. I run Mm -hmm. a betting Twitter account called The Sandbox. You can get plays every single day. I actually had a play today, San Francisco Giants. I had two plays. (laughs) I had two people chirp it. The guy goes, they're getting killed. And the other guy goes, yikes. They come back down four nothing in the ninth and win five like, four. I just I just right underneath the guy I was like, apologize. I was like, just apologize. apologize. In, in pure Jason faction. There's nothing funnier than you coming on and just start plugging your other podcasts. Oh, have to. I mean, no, listen, I, otherwise that I write for uh, uh you guys trying to listen to my no Sixers Nation. So I write an article once yep. a week. 
you want to hear my freezing or hot takes about the Sixers, whatever side you're on. If you don't like them, that means apparently I'm doing a good job. Uh-huh. If you like them too much, apparently that's not good. That's what I'm hearing about the Philly media. You can't can't be liked too much. Yeah, so I, I have been reading your articles, and I got to say, I was impressed. I, I know you've always wanted to write, and I was like, ah, I mean, like writing's writing. And then I was reading your articles. I'm always very impressed. You also know I'm not a huge basketball fan, but we will transition to basketball. I had one more question for you. We were supposed to record on Sunday, June 27th. And that morning, I'm sorry, that night, you sent me a text basically saying, hey, long story short, but my boy got into a fight last night at the bar. And of course, I hopped in, got a black eye as a reward, thought I would feel better, but my head is pounding and I still don't think I'm capable of recording or editing anything. Yep. Hurts to look at a screen right now. Can you, first of all, if anyone ever met Jason, you're probably like, what, five, eight, 150 yeah. pounds? Around you, 5'8", 155. Yeah, not a guy who looks like he's going to get into a bar fight. Can you explain to the listeners how you got in a bar fight? Yeah, so one, uh, I was at Cavs River Deck. Um, It's near Morgan's (laughs) Pier. It's in Philadelphia. And the night was awesome. The night was going great. Drinking before, pre-gamed hard. was vibing at the bar. It's an awesome dance floor. It's got like three dance floors. Ever been to Cavs River Deck? It's awesome. And I'm with my boy Tommy. And I don't, listen, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. Listen, we've all had those nights. You don't really know how it happened. But basically, Tommy starts getting in it with these two guys. One guy pushes him. So as Tommy's, listen, what the kids call it, slimes, right? Like, I'm his boy. Uh-huh. It's yeah. my obligation to hop in. You can't let your boy get beat up. You can't. That, no. that is well, was he number. Was he getting, like, double teamed or something? Yeah, he was getting double teamed. Oh, okay. So okay. I had to take the other guy. Now, if Gary – I mean, obviously, we can't really show – the picture maybe like we'll put it as like the thumbnail oh, we're gonna the, tweet the picture out yeah. we're gonna tweet the picture out. we can Don't put worry. it as the thumbnail as the episode <laughs> yes. basically if you just saw the black guy you'd be like oh my god jason got his ass kicked and it's really not true i got the guy <laughs> and i tackled him to the ground i had this him is- on the <laughs> ground but what he starts doing so i mean you can't really see but i also have like still to this day i have like scratch marks on my elbow you can't really see it uh-huh but like they're still there like because they like also sunburn and has, i haven't really treated it properly but basically like I had the guy in the ground and he's wiggling back and forth. So I had scratch marks all over my arm and my back. And what he does, sure he fights like a girl then. And then he, like, I, I probably shouldn't say that anymore, but he, he, he just fought takes like his a... hand. He just puts his, like his fist. Just always oh, gave you the hammer punches. Yeah. It just starts hammer punching my eye. And oh. I had him on the, I mean, I mean, listen, what am so, I going to do? I had him on the <laughs> ground. I, there's nothing so, I could do. He just starts. So, hammer I'm gonna punching. Ju- so if this was the UFC, you would have points for a takedown, but it sounds like he land, he landed more punches. Listen, I don't know what the guy looks like <laughs> at all. Denying I, I You're denying that? No, no. You're denying exactly, he landed more punches? It's exactly what happened. The thing is, Tommy comes out squeaky clean, no black guy, yeah. no nothing. Yeah, it's always the second guy in. So, like, how did it wind up resolving itself? Did you just, oh, like, the stop security. tackling? You just no, shake, the security oh, came tossed. by, broke it up. We got in our Uber, went home, ate chicken nuggets, and played Super Smash Bros. and won the event. <laughs> this is a hell of a night. You're lucky you didn't get arrested. I mean... That- so, so my parents the next day, my mom was like, I'm not happy. And so went in my room and went to bed and wasn't even going to oh deal with God. it. It was, it was there. The worst part about it is I had to go. So I work at a camp on uh, the day. So I just work at a day camp and I had to go in and every single camper was like, what happened to your eye? Oh my God. What happened? I had to tell them. You got in a bar fight? No, I had to tell them I got into a chicken sandwich war. With another employee, oh, and they bought God. it. You know, some of them bought it. Some were like, "Why would he do that?" And I'm like, 
I don't know. Why would he do that? That's a great question. It's just a wild thing. Living vicariously through you over the last year during my wife's pregnancy and, and post-pregnancy with the child has been but fun. The thing is, I checked it off the bucket list. You, know, I, you never want to get into a fight, but it's I, done with. Now I know. Now I'm done. I, so we had we had our son, and my wife said he's never going to fight. And I said to her, I'm like, well, well, hold on a second. I just feel like so, everyone should get in a fight once in their lives. And maybe I think everyone should get their ass kicked maybe once. I've, no, I've gotten my ass kicked. I've gotten a decent amount of fights. So sometimes you just got to get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Not, not, once you know what it's like, you never want to get your ass kicked again. Yeah. I mean, once you get punched in the face, you know, it, kind of, it pretty much sucks. And that's, that's kind of the deal. Um, you know, the one, the yeah. only pro of it though, the only pro of it, once it like wasn't too bad and it healed a little bit, every time yeah. you go to the bar, every time you start talking to someone, you know, what the first thing that, you know, they look and it's a conversation starter. Yeah. They ask it right away and you're Did in you pick up chicks. Did you pick up any chicks with that? Not, not completely sealed the deal, but you know, uh, the okay. conversation was started through there and then it's all up to me you know what i mean but they sometimes just you know we've all been there it's hard to start the conversation it's a conversation starter hey in the words of shane falco chicks uh, what is it pain heals chicks dig scars glories forever you have that story forever yeah so there you go it's pretty sweet i mean you got in mm-hmm. a bar fight it's one thing to check off um let's talk about a fight that we could get in a little bit more um, obviously if you guys have listened to anything we've put out before, you know, uh, Jason's a Phillies fan. I'm a Mets fan. We'll, we'll talk about this very quickly. We have a huge weekend series coming up. Um, I couldn't be less confident in a baseball team than I am the New York Mets. I hate this baseball team. I love everything. I like the players on it, except for Michael Conforto. That guy can't hit with guys in scoring position. And they're by the end of the weekend, they just won't be in first place. I've already decided that it's not going to happen. They can't hit. They make errors. And all they do is make me upset. And I'd, I'd rather have a root canal than watch the New York Mets play baseball. But for some reason, I tune in every night. Um, so I'm declaring them dead. I'm, I'm, I, as the New York Mets fans on Barstool say, I have consoled. I am consoling the Mets. There, there's no way. There's just no way that they can buy me back in until Javi Baez hits like 10 home runs, and then I'm going to be back in. But Didn't he go 0 for 5? Was it today or yesterday? Yeah, he went 0 for 5 with 5 strikeouts today. We all know. Listen. Here's I'm gonna already start defending the guy. When you when you get Javi Baez, you have to take the good and the bad. He single-handedly won the game on Wednesday night for them. He had a home run, he had the unreal tag, heads up plays in the field. I mean, listen, it's Javi Baez. You got it's you remember Manny being Manny? Were you old enough for that? Yeah. It was just Manny being Manny. Famous commercial on Sports Center. Dude, I he's just saying, Hola. He said, What does that even mean? (laughs) Yeah, it's just Manny being Manny. He's going to go over five with some strikeouts and cost you a game. Just It's just hobby being hobby. This is the biggest Philly series in, five, I don't know, five years, five, six years. Like, this is huge. And um, to quote Jack Fritz, who uh, was our first guest uh, in yeah. our first episode, a radio pod he always one. tweets out, do not let the Phillies get hot. Do not let them get hot. It is just that simple because yeah. they are hot right now. They're hot. And- Red hot Bryce Harper putting inserting himself oh, right into the MVP M- MVP conversation. Everything yeah. is clicking. We got the best catcher in baseball, All JT right. Realmuto. We got now Bryce Harper's looking like top five Bryce Harper, top ten Bryce Harper again. This is what we needed them to do. His um, OPS is out of control. I think he's top three OPS in the league right Gene now. Gene Segura is a hitting machine. Like, let me tell you something. I, I'm going to keep letting you go, Gene Segura. If you're a fan of the way quote-unquote baseball supposed to be played, if you remove his attitude, 
That guy chokes up on the bat, slaps the ball to all mm-hmm. fields. He's just, he's a professional baseball yeah, hitter. Just like a good hitter. And he's enjoyable to watch play. And Boehm is starting to hit it more and more consistently. Listen, the only thing that's the it's the same thing. The Mets have better pitching. Once once the Grom gets healthy, I don't know if that's true anymore. And, and there's the like, Grom, there's, Stroman. I mean, yeah, I think Stroman's kind of. I mean, Walker fell off. Walker Walker's really falling fall off. Fart. And Stroman, listen, Stroman's good, but Stroman, you're only going to get four to five good innings. Rich Hill, who they acquired, maybe five innings. Carrasco, they really need him to pitch well. And then they really need to get to a point where Syndergaard and DeGrom can come back because they need an influx. And they need Lindor back. Lindor's been disappointing so far this year, but I think uh, he makes up for his defensive leadership. I mean, it would be nice if he was hitting like 285 and hit more home runs, but I think him and Baez up the middle. I mean, the defense, the, the questions about the match are be, can they finally start hitting? Because they just can't hit. See, the thing is we're having this conversation about the Mets and Phillies and the Braves are only two back. And somehow yeah. they're just going to sweep in. Another just- way <laughs> Jack quick quote, Jack Fritz the other day, he just tweeted out. He goes, I'm more worried about the Braves and the Mets. And I quickly responded. I hate you to him. So yeah, without Acuna, um, without uh, Ozuna for most of the year, somehow we'll be having this conversation. They'll just sweep right in right by us while we're all battling I, it out. I said this to Bob Wankel and I'm just dropping names all over the place now, but I said this to him on Twitter as well. This season, the, the end of this season is going to be like the story of Sisyphus where he just had to roll that boulder up the hill. And as soon as it got up there, they just put it back down. And he had to do it all over again. It's going to be just a race of mediocrity to the end. But I'm, but like, I, I'm okay it's, with that. I like it. I don't mind it. But you see, you're on the upswing. The you're on the upswing part of it. I'm on the downswing part. So your optimism deserves to be there. My pessimism. Hey, a Mets fan, you're born pessimist. Um, so like, that's kind of the hard part. Also, I'm going to call out the city of Philadelphia right now. I'm not call them out. Challenge them. This is the biggest series. Um, this is the biggest baseball series in Philadelphia, maybe in 10 years, this weekend yeah. series. There should be three consecutive sellouts. I mean, oh, I, I guess I can't, I guess I can't like demand that because we are still living in a pandemic and the Delta variant's a very big deal. Go get your vaccine, please. But Philadelphia should show up. I hope they show up. Uh, it's going to be, I think the Friday night game is going to be as loud as that building has been since the Bryce Harper grand slam. That was if people forget, people or remember when Bryce Harper hit that grand slam, it actually tied the Phillies for the wild card lead against the Cubs, and we swept the Cubs. And the Cubs were then dropped to the two, and we hit the one. And that was like the Phillies are momentum. This is it. So you can't do the same thing. Listen, the foot has always got to be on the gas. Yep. You got to take a half game, game out now, right? Just as a half game out. They're half right? game out. You got to take yep. two of three. You got to get the lead by the end of the series. One, like it's the same thing in basketball. Going back and forth, you bet on a team. They just got to get the lead. And then it's they just got to roll with it. And the Phillies are getting them at the perfect time because the Mets are playing some of the worst baseball they've played all year. So it's it, the timing's everything. You kind of know as a Mets fan, it's coming. At least it's not going to be like 07 again where they had a ridiculous lead and blow it in like 17 days. But I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a classic era of being a Mets fan. Who knows? That what will happen is they'll win five straight and be back in first place and I'll buy back in. I'm I constantly just like to to ruin my life around Mets baseball. It's, it's the worst being a fan of this team. Mets will win on but, Friday. They'll win game one and Gary will tweet out hashtag LGM. Let's go. Yep. Mets. Yep. I will. That's exactly what will happen. I'll, and I'll tweet it right at you and maybe Jack Fritz. <laughs> but Spring man. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to keep tweeting at Jack Fritz. He's going to be like, oh, I did that show one time. These guys won't leave me alone. He's going to be like, I fucking hate the radio podcast. <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about Ben Simmons. Um, Jason, you're the Sixers expert here. You write for Sixers Nation. Um, 
I think this has gone about as poorly as possible this offseason. It seemed like it started let's, – let's go back to game seven because we haven't talked in a while. But Ben Simmons basically goes out there and embarrasses the entire city of Philadelphia by refusing to shoot the ball and dunk. Cost them a series against a lesser team. And then let's say Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid both made comments that probably weren't flattering to Ben and Ben took them personally. Now, I mean, Daryl Morey just didn't answer a question to Howard Eskin. He's like, hey, is he going to be on this team? He was like, uh – and, they, and Doc was asking, he went with him. He said, I don't know. If I'm Ben Simmons, I'm pissed. But, like, does Ben Simmons deserve to be pissed? Or does, like, he should he just be embarrassed? Because I feel like his mentality is wrong. He should be embarrassed, not pissed. I think this is the kind of scenario where you can point at five things, all separate, but they all can be true. Should, like, Ben Simmons be embarrassed that he only shot two times in the fourth quarter in seven games in the series? Yes. Should Ben Simmons feel you know, a little pissed off and not, you know, listen, say whatever you want. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were still teammates and Ben Simmons under contract for four years. It, it, regardless of what happens, like Sixers could not trade him. And you just but they're don't not say, be, you just don't say what you, it's not that you don't say what you said. It's just, you can rip into Ben Simmons on the private. And if that got leaked, I don't think anybody would be mad about that. But to say it in front of the media is always a little different. And you know that once you say in front of the media, it puts Fair. a little more of a, a jab at you that like, oh, you're saying it behind my back compared to if you say it to his face, there was a report that Joel Embiid rips into Ben Simmons in the locker room. I don't think anyone would be mad. Ben Simmons might be bad, but no one would be mad about it. See, you know I, I just mean? I feel like Ben Simmons is I hate to throw the word mentally soft around because I don't think that's like a good thing to call people. But I just don't think let's say he's a I think he's emotional and he or he takes the, I don't know, maybe he takes things personal. I'm surprised he's lasted this long in this city. I, I just don't see any possible chance of them putting him back on the court. He's going to get booed opening night. Yeah, it, it's – listen, just detailing for everyone, just to catch up with the scenario that's going on. Basically, Darren Moore, if you look at every single trade offer that Darren Moore has said for Ben Simmons, all of them are ridiculous. Like, you go look them up. The Warriors, he wanted um, Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, the seventh overall pick in this year's draft, which already got drafted, the 14th overall pick, and then two future first. The Warriors said no. The Cavs tried to do a deal with the Sixers. They wanted every single young player, Sexton, Garland, you know, Jared Allen on a sign and trade, the third overall pick, and future first-round picks for Ben Simmons. They said no. Toronto, apparently the report is they asked for Van Fleet, Kyle Lowry in a sign and trade, Siakam and the fourth overall pick in the draft, which would have been another good young player, an absurd trade. The, the issue is that just like all the reports we're getting, it's all back and forth. Jason Dumas is reporting that Ben Simmons doesn't want to be a sixer and he is cutting off all ties, but he's the only one reporting that Daryl Morey had just posted the picture yesterday uh, of I, starting I almost five threw my phone when I saw that of the starting five of the Sixers had the best plus minus net rating mm-hmm. in the NBA insinuating, right? He would be back that he would be back. And he's comfortable with the starting five. Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj bombs, right? Everyone knows who he is said on the jump that they would, or it was a Ramona Shelburne, sorry, that said that the Sixers would prefer him back. I don't know anything about what Ben Simmons is actually, if he wants to be back, if he doesn't, I know him and John Bede aren't the best of friends in the world. But I, I wouldn't doubt in my mind if Ben Simmons was back day one that he would be unhappy. I don't think I don't think it's true. I think he would be happy he'd be back day one. And would he get booed by some people? Yes, 100% some people would boo him. 
But oh, I don't think it's some people. I think the vast majority of people would. I think you just don't. The simple question is if you can't, the simple answer is this, and everyone's saying it, so we, you just got to reiterate it. If you're not getting Dame, you're not getting Bradley Beal, you're not doing it. And it's just that simple. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's Lillard or Bust, and I know the Olympics are really kind of holding it up. And we'll talk about Team USA in just a second because I, I do find it interesting, this matchup with France that's coming up. Um, but I guess I'm at that point where it, me as a Sixers fan, a very casual Sixers fan, I've, I've made this decision. If Ben Simmons is playing for the Sixers on day one, I've become a New York Knicks fan. I'm done with them. Can't do Garden. it. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go root for Kemba and the Knicks. Hey, for one year, just for one year, or until Ben well, Simmons leaves, and then I'll, I'll root for the Sixers again. The only thing, if you guys will have me back, I'm confirmed. Says the, I'm still wearing my Ben shirt too, which is the most pathetic yeah. part. Oh, he's the best four in the league. He's the best four in the league. This is also a shout out Nike Cream t shirt. Like, this is like the most comfortable t shirt I've ever bought. Yeah. Also, for anyone that's like more in the casual Sixers fan, go watch Summer League basketball. Gary, if you want, I'm telling you, no, I'm gonna get you convinced. No. Summer League basketball is awesome. Jason, my August is is booked with what I'm going to be viewing. The Little League World Series begins, and people call this creepy that I like the Little League World Series. Little League World Series is the purest level of baseball there'll ever be. If you if you hate the, the Little League, League World, World Series, I enjoy don't it. like it. No, I no, do. I think it's, it's awesome. Like, there's there's people out there that don't like the Little League World Series and like, well, it's creepy that you like to watch 12 year old boys play baseball. I'm like, dude, I'm watching boys play baseball in the purest level, and the and the best part is the games are pretty good. I would argue that the Little League World Series doesn't get enough coverage. I don't even know the teams until the Little League World Series. I don't like so, that. I, you, so I'm big. I'm a big watch the regionals. I'll watch the regionals. It's frustrating this year. They're only doing U.S. teams because of the pandemic. There's going to be no international bracket. So oh, that, that's that's big. That's a big down. Uh, yeah, because you want to see a team from Pennsylvania try and beat a team from like uh, Tokyo. It's awesome. Like, you that's know, what you want to see. My, my favorite thing is when they go like Japanese schedule and it's like 8 a.m fielding 10 a.m hitting 12 p.m like uh situational lunch back at it again for another six more hours oh my god also i i mean we for a few years in a row me and my buddies actually went up to williamsport we would camp and then we would go to a few games and then we would sit in a river and drink and it, like it's a good time if you if you've never been to williamsport for the little league world series first of all it's free the concessions are the same price as concessions would be at your local little league so it's like a three dollar piece of pizza like a $2 bottle of water. It's a very inexpensive thing to do. You can make a day trip out of it if you really want to. Go out. You can catch three or four games, stay for the night game, drive home, have the kids sleep in the back. How much are It's tickets? a great time. It's free. It's just, it's free. If you want to be in the stadium, you have to wait in line for a ticket, and it's first come, first serve, but it's free. And if you don't want to wait in line, you just buy a lawn chair, you cut the back legs off, and you stick it on the hill, and you just sit there and watch baseball. And you have to give the baseball back if the kid hits a home run because they give it to him, which is fair. Oh, 100%. You know, I'm running at that age at Little League World Series. Unless he's had like a seventh thing, I'm mean, keeping it. Well, no, nah, I mean, like, you got to give it back to him. You just, you can't. I mean, unless it's Todd Frazier's ball. We get Todd Frazier's ball. That was pretty cool. That's good to be. If I know um, that kid's going to the MLB, am I, am I pocketing it? <sighs> yeah, but you'll never be able to. Ah, <laughs> and so you'll never be able to prove that that was his. You've got to give that kid his ball back. That's the simple way. Even, Jason, if you go to the baseball, if you go to the Phillies game tomorrow and catch a foul ball, you can enjoy it for like 10 minutes. You should just give that ball to a kid. What do you need a baseball for? No, you're not wrong. But if I catch yeah. a home run ball and I snag it with my bare hand, like I might keep it. Or if I like, if it hops in my beer, I'm keeping it. You got no, it. then you yeah. chug the beer and you throw the ball back on the, on the field. The most you've seen the video, the most impressive thing anyone's ever done 
in the history of sports is the guy that caught the home run ball. Yeah. And he nailed the guy when he hit second, like nailed him on a bounce. It's like the most impressive uh, thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Shades of Henry Rome Garner. I mean, that's pretty yeah. awesome. I don't but think I've seen rookie of the year better than Sandlin. I'll say that too. All right. Let's talk about, we have anything else on the Sixers? I mean, I know we got sidetracked there, but like, do we, um, just, just like real closing. Um, the only thing that I haven't liked about the Sixers offseason is that Kyle Lowry, born and raised in Philadelphia, went to Villanova, and Sixers fans should be pissed about this, went to go sign the Miami Heat. That's all he you need to know. He doesn't want to come to Philadelphia. Right? He doesn't want to come to Philadelphia as a hometown person. And, and all the nerds are going to be like, oh, we don't have enough cap space. I'm telling you, it's just called a sign and trade, middle of exception. Yeah. You can just look all this stuff up. It's really not that complicated. Okay. Um, to be fair to Kyle Lowry, and I'll, play, I'll, I'll defend him a little bit. Didn't he spend his entire career in Toronto? He went from Houston to Toronto. Okay. This guy deserves just to be able to play in Miami for a few years. He's like 30, what, six years old. Let him just go be rich in Miami like everybody else. The guy was stuck in Canada for years. Oh, and we got Andre Drummond. Shame on the Philly media real quick for tweeting the first father and son duo ever to play in the NBA was Andre Drummond. And this is why people complain <laughs> about the Philly media and the fans. It's funny. And I also laughed at it. It's funny. But everyone's like, oh, like the Philly media and fans, like, why does everyone hate us? That is why people hate it's you. Up there you make comments it. like that. <laughs> I'm probably the worst offender too. I I've really, I've really kind of tried to not say things on Twitter anymore because the whole run people out of town narrative is just such a just a just such a thing. But I mean, I yelled about it at Carson about Carson Wentz like pretty uh, Philly viral. I would say it went Philly viral, but it's the Philly media. Gets a bad rap for so many things, but we are assholes about it. And I am including us in the media because why not, right? Yeah, why not? We can say we're in the media. We're part of the media. Why not? We're part of the media. Jason writes for a blog and I have a kid, so we're part of the media. It's fair. Um, Let's talk about the team that matters the most, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are obviously in camp right now. Their storylines out the ass. Um, The most frustrating thing, since we already mentioned him, Carson Wentz did get hurt, uh, broken bone in his foot, which I can't believe wasn't like so the the injury is essentially like an old injury where it was a part of a broken bone broke off completely and now has to be removed and they think it was from high school i have no idea how this guy passed physicals in the first place how do they not find these on his medicals um and shame on the well, the eagles it worked out well for the eagles they got a pseudo mvp season out of him they went to super bowl with his help and they traded him away and now he's the colts problem so it's not a big deal but the frustrating thing is that second that second round pick that can become a first is now officially probably a second. I would assume it's a second, yes. which I actually don't think is a bad deal, and I'll explain why I think that. Um, but that first round pick would have been very valuable if we were going to attempt to be acquiring mm-hmm. Mr. Deshaun Watson, who I'll let you take this one first. I'm firmly on the I, I don't want Deshaun Watson train. Yeah. What do you just, think? Just real quick. So if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps and they don't make the playoffs, we get the first round pick. If he plays right. 70% of the snaps and they do make the playoffs, um, we do get the pick. And also I just got a report from Fox sports saying that Wentz's injury is not season ender. And they think he's going to come back sooner rather than later. So obviously these yeah, are they reports. put five to 12 weeks on originally. So, I mean, it's still possible. I mean, it's crazy. Originally he came out and he's like, yeah, I'm not getting surgery. I'm like, what an idiot. You got to get surgery. I'm also, it's annoying that we have to pay attention to this year because we're tied to that pick. All I want to do is be able to just wash my hands and not think about him anymore. Yeah, no, I, it, it is, comes up every day. 
because he's too tied in. It, no, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. Um, just it's just to, it's frustrating. On Deshaun Watson, um, I think it's a really interesting situation because Deshaun Watson is 25 or 26. Like he's not old. He hasn't even hit some would say the prime of your NFL career yet. Like he hasn't hit his prime yet. And we all know that the quarterback makes the biggest difference in the NFL. You get an elite quarterback compared to a crappy quarterback, and all of a sudden you could be making a perennial playoffs every single year. And once you make the playoffs, you can possibly be Super Bowl contenders. I'm a big mm-hmm. John Hurts fan. I am. And I actually really believe in the guy. We can get into that later. But the truth is, you just don't know, one, if Jalen Hurts will ever be as good as Sean Watson, like is right now. You just don't know that. It's it's hard to imagine right. that. Because Sean Watson's a top five quarterback, what top seven at the least when he's healthy, right? And two, you don't know what's going to happen to Sean Watson about um, – what's going on is legal issues. Like you just don't know. And you have to wait that out. You, you can't make a deal yeah, until that's done. That's I'm sorry. You just can't. I, I, I don't think you can bring him here because that, I mean, we kind of saw how Philadelphia handled a double Herrera. People didn't want him playing, although he started playing and eventually the storyline, you know, sadly I'd say went away and the double Herrera situation is a little different because the girl he abused one, uh, the girl married him, forgave him, and it seems like a double who rare is a changed man. However, I'll say this it's just completely inappropriate to put your hands on a woman. And I, I would never forgive him for that. Um, but in the case of Deshaun Watson, it's not physical abuse. It's uh, I don't know if it's physical abuse. So it could be it's it just seems like he was, for lack of a word or better word, just overly horny and being very creepy about it. Yeah, it's it, it's such a weird because it's not just one. It's so it's not weird. two. It's 21. And right. you don't know you and I don't want to, you know, put anything out that I don't know. You don't know which women are doing it to grab the money, right? And hopping on board, like, oh yeah, Deshaun Watson also texted me. You know what I mean? And right. now I'm hopping on, or the four that are actually legit. And you just the the, the thing I hate about these kinds of things. But the thing is it's 24 people. So it's a lot. There it, it, there's too much smoke for there not mm. to be a fire. That's why I'm saying he obviously did something wrong. Yeah, and but and the worst part of we're about not it, the moral authority for that either. I mean, we're not, but these things just take forever. Like this will drag on for a long time, six to eight months at least. And you just, you got to be sitting there. The Texans are in a bad spot now. The teams I want to make trades. Oh, the Eagles. Texans are screwed. You're just in a bad Here's spot. Here's the other thing. You, you, it's bad business to trade him. Right. Well, it's bad business for the Texans to trade him right now because if you trade him now, you're, tra- you're probably selling him a little bit low. I can't believe we're talking about it this way, but you're probably selling him a little bit low because of the legal issues. If you let it get cleared up and wait till the end of the year and maybe wait till March, you're probably going to get a return for mm-hmm. him. It's bad business on the Eagles front because the second you trade for him this year, if he's not suspended yet, he will be suspended. He'll eventually get put on that exempt list. And then you're basically punting on an entire year and you just traded draft picks away. You're not get, you're not going to keep both first round draft picks. I, I, I don't think you can keep one first round draft pick if you're trading for him this year. I think, if, if I were the Eagles, I was saying this to somebody today, the best possible thing that can happen to the Philadelphia Eagles is for Jalen Hurts to go out there and win eight to nine games and look decent. Mm-hmm. Right? He needs to look like, like, okay, we can win with this guy. That's what we want to see. I'm not overly confident that's going to happen. I'm not a huge Jalen Hurts believer, but I think for the betterment of the Eagles, I'm going to root for him because obviously – him being good and being on that rookie deal, us having two first round picks and possibly two second round picks, you have a you have a chance if Jalen Hurts pans out to set your roster up for the next ten years with a good quarterback and bringing in four 
blue chip prospects from the draft this year with your two firsts and your possible two seconds. Because guys like Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson aren't going to be here forever. So that cap space is going to open up. You're going to have to eventually make this pipeline clear. If Hertz can play and Devontae Smith can play and Fulgham turns into something, Rager turns into something. I know I'm saying a lot of ifs, but you have – there's catalysts this year that can – the Eagles can go in one of two directions. One's going to have to go to a rebuild. Or two, oh, my God, we have a quarterback. These picks panned out. Now we need to just hit these next four picks. These... The Eagles are an awesome, awesome point where – if you just you, – you need to give Jalen Hurts this year to see what he is. You have to find out what he is. You need an answer. These are the kind of teams that you should – that Eagles fans – this is going to sound weird. I think so many people are going to disagree with this. These are the kind of things that this is a season you should be excited for. And everyone's going to be like, what? We're, we're not projected to do that well. But the thing is, it's lightning in a bottle. You have so many young guys, so many people right. who are could either make – like make or break NFL careers – with this year, and it's just it's battle test there. Some day, Jalen Rager, Ortega Whiteside, Devontae Smith, your three wide receivers are so young. Quez Watkins, they're all so young. Miles Sanders, every single of your offensive weapons, Jalen Hurts are are young. They're all under, I think, I think they're all under twenty five. I don't think anyone's older. Yeah, I don't know who they're Goddard young. Is. Goddard's what twenty six. He's young. Like and then you all... have Ertz here, who I don't know if he'll be here or not, but we'll yeah, figure that yeah. out. The Ertz situation, hold on, there's, it's, so, it's a topic for another episode. So everybody is young. I, I'm very excited for this season. I I, yeah, I don't have high is... expectations. I don't have low. I just, I'm excited to see these young bucks play. This has shades of the Buffalo Bills written all over it, I think. I think the Bills kind of did that. I know Josh Down has a higher pedigree, but, you know, they drafted him. Did he look great his rookie year? No. He looked better his sophomore year. And then last year, he took a huge step. Um, so Jalen Hurts, anyone who's excited about Jalen Hurts based on the play last year, look, he played probably one good game. It was the Arizona game. They still lost. You know, his stats weren't overly impressive, but he moved the ball, and it was refreshing because Carson Wentz was so bad. It was, you know, it was anything but Carson at that point. Jalen Hurts is a lot to prove. I, I also just love his mentality. I think he has just a great mentality. I think he fits the city well. He seems unfazed by things. He's been in Alabama and Oklahoma, so he knows how to play in the big football market. I'm excited to see him play. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to say I. I don't believe it's going to happen. I'm saying he really has to show me because there's this. This massive decision is looming, and if it's if it's as simple as Jalen Hurts is the guy, you have a chance with these four high draft picks to completely change the direction of your franchise. And then it, then you put it squarely on Howie Roseman. It's put your nuts on the table, Howie. Can you draft four good prospects? And we don't know the answer to that. Yeah, without getting too far ahead, rebuilds happen in the NFL a lot quicker than people think. If you do it right, mm-hmm. they happen. You go from a worst place. Oh, sorry, a worst. You came in last in your division, which means you have a worst place schedule, which means usually your schedule is easier than everyone else's. It's usually how it goes. And next thing you know, you're playing teams that aren't as good. And if you develop your guys properly, draft right, you're beating those games you didn't win the year before. You're four and twelve Eagles, right? We're five and eleven or four and twelve. Go into eight, or I guess now it's seventeen games. Go into right. Go into you know, go into a nine and eight season right away, and you just keep progressing. It happens a lot quicker than you think. The Eagles came in or came in third, I believe, the year before they went fourteen and two at seven and nine, and then they had an easier schedule because mm-hmm. they came so low. And boom, we'll have it this year. And you jumped out of the gun fast. I'm not saying we're gonna win fourteen. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm basically it's not saying happening. It happens a lot quicker than you think in the NFL. I I think what you want to see is a trendy pick this year to make the playoffs would be the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. They lost a bunch of close games last year. I think that's what you want to see the Eagles do. You want to see them play in close games. 
win a few, lose a few, and have them really kind of go through their growing pains this year. So when they can influx more talents next year, they have a huge amount of cap space. They have possibly four blue chip check mark, like blue chip prospects coming in with their draft picks. So the Eagles, the Eagles, if Jalen, again, I'm going to say it again, Jalen Hurts can prove that he's the guy. It's the best possible thing for Eagles, for the Eagles in general. It's just the best possible thing that could happen. Um, also, I, I want to touch on these, the, this draft pick from Carson Wentz. And uh, you, if you have three first round draft picks next year, right, you're not making three selections in the first round because feasibly you can't pay them in five years, right? You're not going to be able to pick up all fifth year options and have them under the cap. So eventually one of those picks are going to have to be traded. Could it be for a quarterback? Could it be for a cornerback? You're going to have to trade one. Sure, maybe you're getting a proven talent back. But if you think about this, you have the opportunity to take two first-round picks, slotted slotted numbers, low low salary on your cap. Two second-round picks, if you can hit on those, maybe they're high second-round picks because the Colts don't play well because Carson missed a lot of time. You, You have four controllable players if you can get them starters. So I don't want to just keep harping on this, but... Jalen Hurts is the most important man in Philadelphia right now. He really is. He just needs to play well, and I hope he does because the mentality is is spot on. Now I just need to see him do it on the field. Yeah, no, I, and also it all comes down to if Jalen Hurts plays well and he's the starting quarterback, you said about the draft picks, it's all about what you do with them anyway. doesn't matter yeah. for the first pick, 30th pick, got to draft right. So got to draft right. This is, this is an exciting season, and we're going to talk a lot more Eagles. We have news coming about – some of the stuff we'll be doing around the Eagles is not ready to be announced yet, um, but we'll be doing some stuff um, with a couple different groups, and we're pretty excited about that. Um, also, we can probably go ahead and clearly say that Barchard will eventually join us on this show for an episode here and there. So anyone who misses the old days of the John Barchard show in the mornings, that, that will be coming back in, in a way with me and Jason here. Um, it won't be weekly. It won't be you know scheduled, but We'll try and get Barchard on when we can. He's a busy guy. He also has a, has a brand new daughter and he's a guardian of two kids as well. So he's a busy guy. Um, and we're going to try and put these out for you every Friday. That might change. We might move it to a different day. Everything's kind of up in the air. And as we, um, as we continue to kind of record and put things out, uh, we'll let you know if we're going to have a guest or not. But expect it to be a lot like this. Just me and PJ kind of shooting the shit, talking about the Eagles, talking about the Sixers, talking about life, bar fights, um, you know. It's just going to be a relaxed, fun time. We're just going to turn it on and go. We're going to try not to edit it, and we're just going to put out episodes for you. Um, Jason, do you have do you have a pick for the weekend that you want to give to the people? Do you have any kind of pick for the weekend you want to give to the people? Man. I put you on the spot there. Yeah, really put me on the spot. Yeah. I don't know. Ready? I don't know what the number is. Phil's to win the series, whatever the number is. Phil's to win the series. Okay, you like the that. Mets. All right. I am going to bet the Mets Saturday night, uh, whatever the whatever the money line is, because we'll be in Atlantic City on a bachelor party. And let me tell you something. I remember one person once telling me bachelor parties are fun for the bachelor and his friends, but bachelor parties are really for the married guys and the guys who have kids. Me and my brother-in-law are frothing at the mouth for this night, because essentially, and listen, I love my son. I would like to spend every single second of it, but of him, of my day with him, but me knowing that, I can go somewhere. My wife has them and I'm just going to have a green light to live my (laughs) free kid life. Yeah. It's like, here we go. It's in the back of my head. I'm like, this is going to be unreal, but I will miss my son. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw up. That's what's going to happen. I'm just going to go down there. and I'm going to throw up that's standard for Atlantic city. So um, anything else, Jason, you got anything else where we can get the hell out of here? I think we're good. I touched on it. Go Phil's. Don't let them get hot. Yeah. 
Don't let them get hot. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Coach Gary Radio Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.